This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. With pregnancy comes a glowing, growing, beautiful body. But sometimes pregnant women are prone to stretch marks. What are stretch marks and are they preventable? Once you have them, is there any way to get rid of them or at least reduce their appearance? Today, we're talking with Kim Walls, an internationally recognized skincare expert on the 411 on stretch marks. This is Preggy Pals. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit. I've got kinkles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Annie Laird. Thanks to all of the loyal listeners who have joined the Preggy Pals Club. Our members get special episodes, bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. See our website for more information. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Preggy Pals app, available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. Now, Samantha, our producer, is going to give us some more information about our virtual panelist program. All right. Thanks, Annie. So if you don't live in San Diego, but you'd like to be a panelist on our show, you can still participate through our virtual panelist program. Just like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram using hashtag Preggy Pals. We'll post questions throughout the week prior to our taping. And we'd love for you to comment so we can incorporate your thoughts into our episode. You can also submit your questions directly to our experts. Learn more about our VP program through the community section on our website, www.preggypals.com. Thanks, Samantha. All right, well, let's go around the studio and introduce ourselves. Uh, My name's Annie, and uh, I'm going to be 36 next week. I'm a government contractor, and uh, I don't have a due date. I have three little girls at home. And uh, they were, uh, two of them are hospital births, and then the last was a home birth. I'm Stephanie Glover. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have two daughters, ages two and a half and nine months. Um, both births were hospital births. The first was a C-section, and the second a VBAC. All right. I'm Samantha. I'm a producer here at Preggy Pals. I am 22 years old. I'm a stay-at-home mom for my 19-month-old Olivia. I don't currently have a due date, although I wish that I did. Um, I had an unplanned cesarean with Olivia, and I'm hoping for a VBAC next time around. But see, your kid is mobile now, so that's good that you don't have a due date right now. <laughs> yes, in the second. <laughs> I exactly, this exact second. So, yeah, because I can tell you, you know, having them 16 months apart is insane when you're pregnant. So. I think I would have lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone, I'm Sunny. Um, I'm the owner of New Mommy Media, which produces Preggy Pals, Parent Savers, and uh, the Boob Group, and Twin Talks. And... Um, 
I have four children under the age of four. I've got two boys, and I have identical twin girls. And I'm all about this episode because after, you know, carrying around twins for nine months or whatever, um, I have a few stretch marks that I did not have before. I made it through two pregnancies without stretch marks. No, really? I did. I really did. And then, boy, these little girls come along and then just rip me up. So um, it's actually really not that bad. But um, it could always be better. familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. It was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. We have a question for one of our experts. Jamie in Phoenix writes, What is the difference between a childbirth crash course that I can get in a one-day course through my hospital versus one that I would go out in town and span several weeks? What extra things would be covered in the longer course? Hi, Jamie. This is Nikki Helms, and I am a birthing from within mentor and childbirth educator. I just wanted to say that Taking the crash course, like the weekend one-day childbirth course, is great. You'll cover all of the topics, but you won't be able to cover them as in-depth as you would in a longer course. Also, a longer series course may give you the opportunity to make new mommy friends and bond with new parent families, and it'll give you an opportunity to meet new people exactly where you are, and you'll meet new people that you all have the same thing in common. So given the option, I'd recommend the longer course. However, some people just don't have time for it. So if you can get into the crash course, by all means, take it. But please take your childbirth education course. So get educated. Thanks, Amy. Have a great day. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Today on Preggy Pals, we're talking all about stretch marks. Joining us uh, on the phone today is Kim Walls. She's an internationally recognized skincare expert focused on skin health and beauty for babies and moms. Welcome to Preggy Pals, Kim. Thanks for joining us on the phone today. You are most welcome, Annie. Thank you. And yeah. thank you for creating such a fantastic resource for pregnant women. So what uh, what are stretch marks? Stretch marks are tiny tears in the, t- in the skin. Okay. So when the skin is stretching, when the belly's growing rapidly, sometimes the skin just can't keep up. So it's little ridges where there's collagen breakdown between them. And they're really just tiny tears, tiny little scars 
So for either the panelists, either of you get stretch marks? And you mentioned before the episode you know, that that look says it all. So yes. yeah, yes, that's Samantha, our producer, <laughs> who's giving me the deer in the headlights look. Uh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fortunate enough that I don't have really severe ones. I've seen worse that are uh, very red or very deep purple, mm-hmm. which luckily I, they were red when I was pregnant. Afterwards, they've faded to like a white, but they're definitely there. Yeah. Now, where do you have them? Where did you get them? All I'm gonna say there's not many higher than my belly button, so they're all below Low. my belly button. Yeah, but they're all across, and then I have some like back on my hips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I got mine too. Yeah. So yeah, Stephanie, did you get any or no? Um, minimally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree too. I didn't really ever look under my belly, so yeah. I thought I had. Oh, I've got a pretty yeah, good belly right? for being pregnant. Right? <laughs> like, you think you have like tiger stripes all the way down from like oh, the right. rib cage? Almost yeah, like kind of a watermelon. Yeah, you know, like that effect. But yeah. um, I actually noticed some more after birth, kind of when I was shrinking back down. Mm-hmm. Then I noticed some maybe a little bit under my belly button as well. Yeah, it seems but to I'm, be a real common area. Yeah, for them. and yeah. I didn't realize that. So, but I never noticed them when they were red. They've always just been that faded, right? Kind oh, of color. okay. So. You know, it's it's actually possible that they weren't there while you were pregnant. Sometimes the stretch marks appear after the pregnancy. Yeah. Really? Oh, like in postpartum? Yeah. Huh. Yep, exactly. That could have been it. Exactly. <laughs> what do stretch marks look like? I mean, it just, it seems like just with the women in our studio, they have a different experience with, you know, different color and... Yeah, well, welcome to the world of skin. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, some people call dermatology witchcraft because the skin is this magical organ it changes and it's different for everybody and the tones are different and different kinds of skin will respond to the exact same circumstances differently so you guys actually did a great job of describing the various ways that stretch marks present themselves they can be deep deep purple they can actually have ridges that you can feel as you brush your fingers over them they can be little white jagged lines they they really can take many 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 forms um, but what is consistent about stretch marks related to pregnancy is they do usually appear on the tummy, breasts, hips, and thighs. And breasts is where I got mine. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my next question here was where are they found on the body? It seems like just here in the studio with our little small sample size of three, uh, you know, it seems to be uh, lower belly seems to be a pretty consistent place. But, but yeah, as you're saying, they can be found in other places on the body as well. Yeah, anywhere that skin is stretching. I mean, if you think about how our bodies are designed to work. Of course, the breasts grow, the hips grow, the thighs. We're we're storing a little bit of extra fat to make sure that those babies are thriving. Mm -hmm. And all of those areas have to grow. Those skin areas have to grow to accommodate that extra, um, those extra nutrients that we're holding on to to make sure we can keep our babies healthy. Mm -hmm. Now, do all pregnant women get stretch marks? There's some like magical women out there that don't get stretch marks. Must be nice. Exactly. They, yes. Yeah. Yes. And they're they're very rare. Most women do get stretch marks and those who don't are rare and And hated. No, just kidding. Just yeah. kidding, buddy pals. <laughs> if you don't get stretch marks, we still love you and want you to listen to our podcast. Yeah. But it- <laughs> yeah, no, it's about it's about ninety percent of women who will wow. get them. That doesn't mean they'll all keep them. Uh, but during pregnancy and, and shortly thereafter, almost everybody can, mm-hmm. can share this concern and commiserate together. Wow, I had no idea that it was so common. I guess I only just, I have a few, uh, but I guess the, the pictures I've seen when you, you know, type in Google oh. and stretch marks and pregnant women, that's a, good, that's a good way to make you feel better about yourself, maybe. <laughs> you know, but that's, I guess, what I thought it was, was, you know, like all over the belly and, you know, all in the upper upper arms and thighs and like everywhere. And, and I only have a few compared to that. But is there something that makes a woman more prone or less prone to getting stretch marks? 
Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, something, unfortunately, that we, we don't have much control over, which is our genes. Generally, if your mother had stretch marks, you're, you have a higher likelihood of also getting them. But there are other factors, uh, our hormone levels in the bodies, the skin care we use. There are all kinds of things that make a woman more or less likely to get stretch marks. But for those who are more likely, by taking proper care, uh, it is possible to minimize them and potentially not have them at all, but certainly to minimize them and even eliminate them throughout the, after the birth. Yeah. Now, Sunny's here in the studio, so I know you have something probably to ask about, like, twin pregnancies. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, like I said before, I, I really didn't get anything with my first two, and then after I had my twins, and I didn't even go the full gestation with my twins, I gave birth at about 35 weeks, um, but I'm still bigger. I'm still bigger than I was with, you know, either of my singleton pregnancies. And um, what I ended up getting, it almost looks like around my navel, it almost looks like a little sunburst. Like it a free just tattoo. <laughs> free tattoo. Well, that's one way to look. And my name is Sunny, so I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't really know. But um, and the skin, honestly, is pretty loose right there, right yeah. now, at least. You know, I'm, you know, six and a half, almost seven months postpartum, and I'm still <laughs> working on that area. So, um, I think yeah, it's harder with a three third pregnancy. I didn't have twins ah, for my third geez. pregnancy, but you know, it's maybe, just maybe, maybe. I don't. know. I'm having a heck of a time. Losing, you know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, the stretch marks are definitely more noticeable, I think, with just this other pregnancy. I don't, maybe I can't eat too much ice cream. Oh, and, and I do have stretch marks on my breasts, too. Oh, okay. Do you guys get that? With I, have a fee, I have a fee. No, I get a look. <laughs> Everybody in the studio, look yes. at your boobs. <laughs> I have a few. I think she put the camera away. <laughs> I do have a few from breastfeeding, from getting engorged. Engorged, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did have that from the other babies, yeah. So yeah. that had nothing to do with the twins. But um, it really wasn't bad. And, and mine are not red. They're just, you know, a little lighter. Right, yeah. A little, mm-hmm. little lighter. Um, but it really does drive me crazy because as women, I think we're just so prone to looking at our, you know, abdominal area you know we're just so obsessed with getting the weight off and that's one area I always look at first it's like the place in my body that the weight is lost last there if that yes. makes any sense that's right what, that's where I am right now yeah that's I'm I'm seven months postpartum yeah and um yeah but the stretch marks are still there. So, yeah, I yeah. know. I don't know what to do about it. And like I said, the skin is looser there, too. I may just need some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to talk to my husband about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to be discussing how to prevent stretch marks, or if you can't prevent them, at least to minimize the look on your body. We'll be right back. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Welcome back. Today we're discussing stretch marks. Kim Walls is our expert. Now, Kim, do stretch marks ever go away once you get them? They do, usually. Really? Usually they do. They almost always get minimized, but yes. And you don't even have to wait that long, actually. After pregnancy, most often the majority of stretch marks will go away within 6 to 12 months after pregnancy. There's hope! (laughs) I got a few more months to go here. 
Is there anything that they could do if they don't go away? Say there's a woman listening to this podcast and their baby is two years old and they still have stretch marks. What can women do to reduce the appearance of the stretch marks when she's, she's had them and it's looking like they're not going anywhere? Yeah, well, it, it, it's a great question. Um, and there is definitely more to do when it comes to prevention, uh, which we'll, we'll get to. But when it comes to getting rid of them once you have them, just keep in mind that they are tiny tears. They're little scars. So the same kinds of things you would do for scar treatment, you would do for stretch marks. One of the best things is massage, to massage your skin constantly, just like after surgery or, you know, anybody who wants to get rid of a scar, most people will, most professionals, medical professionals will say, you know, give it a little massage, a few minutes here and there, just pay attention to it, give it some love. Um, There are ingredients in skincare that can certainly help with stretch marks. Most of those would be, you know, that would really work would be way too aggressive for anybody who's breastfeeding. And then, you know, you mentioned earlier on the call, maybe a little, not so much surgery, but in the cases of stretch marks, there are laser treatments that can help uh, post-pregnancy. There there really are a lot of ways to get rid of them. But the key is prevention. Yeah. Now, what are some of the ingredients? Obviously, there's creams and oils and salves and that type of stuff. But but what what is in those products um, that a woman can can I mean, what about them actually uh, prevents the stretch marks in the first place? Uh, prevention or treatment? Well, how about both? I mean, what are, okay. are the ingredients yeah. for prevention and reduction? Are they the same or are they different things in those products? No, they're, they're different. They oh. would be different. So okay. the kinds of things that we were talking about earlier where you're really working to get rid of stretch marks that you already had, that's where you get into things like high levels of vitamin A, which you you know creates other problems. You don't want to expose skin to the sun if it's got vitamin A, mm. uh, high levels on it. There are things like Burberry extract that essentially act as bleaches to the skin. Uh, that happens to be a natural version of them. There are others like hydroquinone, which can, can also do that job. There are ingredients that go beyond the benefits of helping with stretch marks all the way over to helping make sure your baby thrives when your baby's born. Um, since you have that probiotic or that healthy bacteria on your skin, that gets transferred over to baby. So once baby's born, they're pretty much sterile. They have no bacteria on their skin. But within that first 48 hours of birth, they become completely populated and they need that. They absolutely need that healthy bacteria to thrive. And the best place for them to get it is from mom. And it happens during skin-to-skin time. So if you're using probiotics during pregnancy to help prevent stretch marks and help care for stretch marks, you're also adding in that benefit of making your own ecosystem thrive so that you can give that to your baby when they're born. When it comes to making sure you prevent them, the kinds of ingredients um, is actually less important than the time you use your skincare products and the approach you use to skincare. So when it comes to stretch marks, you want to keep the skin hydrated, keep it highly moisturized. And one of the big misconceptions around moisturizing skin is that if you put heavy-duty oils on, that you're moisturizing your skin. That's exactly wrong. What actually happens is that it will insulate the skin. It will prevent the loss of moisture. But if the skin is dehydrated, those oils won't help put the moisture back in. And just like any other time, you know, if you're dehydrated, your body's not going to work properly, whether you're dehydrated from alcohol, not when you're pregnant, of course, (laughs) or dehydrated from exercise, you know, all of these dehydration conditions cause 
all kinds of problems, and the skin is no different. If the skin is dehydrated, it won't be able to build cells quickly, repair cells quickly, and be responsive to the conditions of pregnancy and growing skin in the same way. So you want to hydrate with moisturizing ingredients, things like aloe vera. Organic in particular is, of course, great when you're pregnant if that's an option. So purified organic aloe, no fragrances, no dyes, um, lotions and moisturizers that contain high water content ingredients are really helpful to hydrate the skin and then do a second layer that keeps that moisture in the skin. So that's where you get into heavy oils, not petroleum, not, you know, which is not healthy for skin, not goopy products, but oils that are natural and healthy and have high levels of essential fatty acids, building blocks for skin. So keep it moist and then use the oils to massage and to keep the moisture in. And then after a bath, within three minutes, apply those oils. Yeah, I was going to ask, that's always what I've kind of heard is that once you get out of the water, that that's the, that's the great time to moisturize right then. Absolutely. And that's when you use your heavy oil products. And that's when you do the massaging and the things that will keep the water in. And you've got about a three-minute window before the skin really starts to dry out and you lose all that good extra water. Now, are there any old wives tales that you've heard uh, just from being a skincare expert? I'm sure that, uh, you know, this is what sure. you do day in and day out. <laughs> there are wives tales about vitamin E being great for stretch marks in particular, which there's no proof there. Um, there are certain products out there that you have know, been around forever that talk about having a specific formula that is specifically designed to eliminate stretch marks. There's no special magic bullet. It's about the right kinds of healthy ingredients and the right use and approach. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you a new one. You want to hear sort of a, a newer information about stretch marks in pregnancy is that it's something to keep in mind about the condition of skin and what keeps it healthy. Things that keep the skin healthy are also going to help prevent, minimize, and reverse stretch marks. We have a thriving ecosystem on the skin. There, for every square inch of skin cells you have, you actually have more bacterial cells, healthy, important bacterial cells than you do skin cells. And keeping that environment thriving and healthy and happy, that ecosystem flourishing is one of the most valuable and important things that you can do for your skin. And that includes, especially during pregnancy. Okay. Now, does the appearance change over time? Oh, certainly they do. The appearance and stretch marks change uh, pretty dramatically within very short periods of time. So you can have deep, deep purple stretch marks and then six months later have them fade almost to white. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. What causes that? Do you know, Kim? I'm just curious, you know, if, if someone has a stretch mark and it starts out all purpley, I would imagine that would have something to do with blood or something in the body and then how it goes to like a, a whitish color. So it's maybe just healing. Perhaps? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about balance. It's about being out of whack. Anytime there is a color in the skin, it's related to the melanocytes producing melanin. So our skin is dependent upon the melanocyte, the specific kind of cell which produces melanin, which causes the color of skin. So if there's a little scar and the melanocytes aren't functioning properly, then they will the, the skin will be more pale and more white. So it's really the paling of, of scars is really just a reflection of skin cells that should be there and functioning that really aren't. And it's also why uh, scars and, and wounds and little tears are more susceptible to sun damage because it's melanin that's protecting us from sun damage. I wonder, does the same thing apply to, so I had a C-section with my daughter, and I I mean, from having major surgery, I do have a pretty significant scar that's definitely faded over the past 
almost 20 months, but it's definitely still noticeable also to, do these principles apply to a C-section scar like they would stretch marks or is that need like say more aggressive treatment? It's, it's the same thing. It's fundamentally the same thing. You treat them the same way. You can use the same kinds of ingredients when, you know, and if the if skincare doesn't work, then you can go to lasers <laughs> and get more and more technical in the medical community um, until you're able to have a, a, you know, be happy with your body and, and feel good about it. What does, uh, like, uh, you mentioned uh, vitamin A products. Um, what, what is Retin-A? I guess Retin-A would be like the, the product name, but, but what would, like, a high vitamin A, what does that do uh, that actually helps with the appearance of stretch marks? How does that work? Well, it accelerates the turnover of skin cells. So it's very important here to throw in a caveat that, that vitamin A and especially high levels of vitamin A is a highly controversial topic. Um, certainly inappropriate for pregnancy. Don't, don't, you know, make no mistake there. Do not use vitamin A while pregnant or nursing or anything else. Yeah, I was going to say, because I used, I used that product, uh, like, for acne. Uh, but, and, I, and I remember yeah. that, like, when I got that prescription, obviously, you had to get that through a dermatologist, um, that there was a big, like, okay, you're not pregnant. And I had to take a pregnancy test to make sure I wasn't pregnant. So, because that, yeah. that can have yeah. bad, bad effects on, on baby and, like, fetal development. Yeah. So, top, topically, what it does is really accelerates the turnover of skin cells. So, you can have all kinds of, if you're, if you have, you have, Old skills, old skin cells sloughing off, and new skin cells replace those. And new skin cells tend to be healthier, more vibrant, scar-free. Um, and so, as you accelerate the turnover of old skin cells and create the presence of new skin cells, that skin is likely to be uh, more smooth. And so, and that's that's basically how it works. Now, is that yeah. the how, how does laser treatment work then? Is that kind of the same thing? Yeah, it is different. There, there are all kinds of different laser treatments, but fundamentally, the, the probably the most common for stretch marks would be a resurfacing tactic. So they would. I'm, it's the same basic idea: get rid of the old skin cells, bring some new skin cells in. So a laser is a much more aggressive way to do that, um, where you can take off the top one or top many layers of skin cells to the point where somebody is is really bloody and pulpy yeah. uh, and at high risk of infection. And, you know, there, there are all kinds of, of challenges around that. Um, but it just, it takes off the old skin cells and you get the new ones back. Mm-hmm. Now, is that something that you would have to, like, go through a doctor to get done, like a laser treatment? Or is that something, like, a, a skincare person would be able to do? I, there are places like Medispas that do those. Generally, it depends on how aggressive of a laser treatment and what types of lasers are used. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, I think it's good to have um, a doctor who is overseeing these kinds of things. There, there are cases that where it goes wrong, um, and so you want somebody who really knows what they're doing, not something you want to run off to another country and do because it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Is that something with laser treatment, if someone was interested in that, is that something like a one-time shot, or do they have to keep going back and getting that done? Well, it, again, depends upon the types of lasers and the types of treatment. There are both versions of that. Um, but generally, it would be a multi-step process, probably two to six treatments. Oh, okay. And what's the cost usually associated with something like that? It varies very dramatically. It mm-hmm. can be lots of hundreds of dollars, and it can be lots of thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was so expensive. It can be. I can't imagine my insurance covering that because it probably would be of like medical necessity. It'd be like, yeah, go just massage your 
you know, scar tissue. <laughs> <laughs> For free. Free 30. <laughs> and, you know, and then there's, of course, that element of, you know, this is who we are. These are our, the, these are our battle wounds. These are Tiger reminders stripes. of these incredible lives that we've brought into this world. There's certainly the approach of, you know, embrace it and love it because it's your body. Yeah. You've only got one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kim, for joining us today. For more information about Kim, as well as information about any of our panelists, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, Kim is going to be talking with us about stretch mark products and how you can use them if you're breastfeeding your baby and if it's safe for your baby. To join our club, visit our website, www.preggypals.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Preggy Pal listeners. I'm Robin Kaplan, an international board certified lactation consultant, owner of the San Diego Breastfeeding Center, and a host and producer of Preggy Pal's sister show, The Boob Group. I'm here to offer some advice on what you can do during pregnancy to prepare for a positive breastfeeding experience, such as think about setting a breastfeeding goal with your partner. Breastfeeding is only one component of parenting where you will want to be on the same page with your partner. While the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of your baby's life until one year with complementary foods and then past one year as long as it's mutually beneficial for mom and baby, this may not be your personal breastfeeding goal. Everyone in your life will have an opinion about how long you should breastfeed. However, it is up to you and your partner to figure out what makes the most sense for your family. Now, why is this important to decide while you are still pregnant? Well, there are many reasons. Say you are having a breastfeeding challenge when your baby is a few weeks old. If you and your partner have set your breastfeeding goal for a year, it will definitely make sense for you to seek the help you need at this early stage of your goal. It's like investing in the perfect shoe as you train for a marathon. What if you have a critical family member who is making passive-aggressive comments about how often your baby breastfeeds and wonders aloud why you just don't give your baby a bottle so you can sleep more? If you have set your breastfeeding goal with your partner, all he or she has to do is take this person aside and let him or her know that you both would appreciate only breastfeeding positive comments in your presence. Lastly, once your family reaches your initial breastfeeding goal, you all have something to celebrate together. Plus, you may just decide to extend that goal a little bit further if things are going really well for all of you. For more great information about what you can do during pregnancy to prepare for a positive breastfeeding experience, please check out my blog at the San Diego Breastfeeding Center.com backslash blog. And be sure to listen to Preggy Pals and the Boob Group for fantastic conversations about breastfeeding and breastfeeding support. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. 
Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Parent Savers, for parents with newborns, infants, and toddlers, Twin Talks for parents in multiples, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. Next week, we'll be discussing being pregnant in the military. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.